Good afternoon, Peter Lennon. Good afternoon. How are you going, you Johnny? I'm good. And yourself? Excellent. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Enjoyed Chinese New Year very much yesterday. Okay. Did you get out and celebrate it? Uh, we had a big, big dinner um, for all of our Chinese friends, so that was uh, quite fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Now, what are we chatting about this evening? Well, for I was so startled to see a row of pictures of people in Russia, Ukraine, uh, well, right across from Siberia to Greece, and even in Australia, jumping into, it wouldn't have been Cold War in Australia, but it was everywhere else, um, to celebrate the Orthodox Epiphany. Mm. And I thought, I've got to understand this. So I've been exploring the topic of what on earth does Epiphany mean? Is it something to do with the Orthodox Church wrapping up their Christmas celebrations? Yeah, yeah. So Epiphany, as I understand it, is to do with the three wise men, um, supposedly. And it's the end of the 12 days of Christmas, which is why in um, the West it's celebrated around the 5th, 6th of, of January. And I suppose that would explain, because they're so many days later than we are, why those... I mean, some Orthodox do use the the Western date or the Julian date, um, but uh, those that don't um, are stuck back in celebrating on the 19th of January. Um, but what's Epiphany got to do with water? See, it doesn't seem obvious. Um, and so I did a little digging around and found that actually the, the same date celebrates both the arrival of the wise men which actually is not that important because they came from the East and the Orthodox are in the East. Um, so that's not of any great interest to them. But also the baptism of Christ. And so the belief is that all water, if you could get immersed in it uh, during the day of Epiphany, uh, will be specially sacred. And so you can get a super-duper blessing Mm-hmm. by immersing yourself in this bitterly cold water. I've seen some images of some tiny children getting <laughs> baptised in this freezing cold water. Apparently, it... Yeah, and I've seen ones of 80-year-old women doing the same. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it's... I mean, it's obviously taken off in its own way mm. as, a, as one of those customs that um, is a bit like midwinter swims used to be in fashion here in New Zealand. I yes. recall somebody trying to persuade me to do one at one stage. I was sensible enough not to do so. Um, <laughs> but, but with a religious overlay, uh, some of them show you know that they've gone into lakes and they've cut a kind of cross into the lake so that they can do it. The others... In this huge new cathedral of the armed forces that's been erected in the Kremlin, um, they, I, the picture, it wasn't clear to me whether they had pulled up the floor to find water, but I think it was just outside. And so the, the soldiers were running out of this enormous cathedral um, to go to leap straight into water. Uh, and um, I, I just... 
I was relieved to see that in some cases they did have some safety officers nearby because we have enough water tragedies in New Zealand, but under freezing cold water, I mean, it could be so dangerous. Mm. Mm. There's a picture of Putin on the Herald, actually, and he's making a fist, like a fist pump. That feels so staged. Was Was that this year... Oh, actually. oh, no, actually, sorry, this is last year. This is last year. I've pulled up last year's news for this one. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because I, I was intrigued that the, the sight of the semi-naked Putin was not... Uh, we were spared it this okay. year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, or perhaps he wasn't so sure his buddy was up to at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but you would think he would need all the emotion he could get. Yeah. Um, it's It's interesting because it's a reminder of how very different orthodox religion is from all the types of Christianity that that exist in the West, where most of the customs, except at Easter, tend to be not too hard on the body, tend to link in with celebrations and and meals and and, um, sort of good things. Mm. But there is an edge to Eastern Christianity and perhaps to Eastern people that expect toughness as part of the, part of your lot. And I wonder whether that's partly just because of the climate of where they live. Mm. That could mean everything is tough. But it also applies to the Greek Orthodox who go into their swims. And I did think of the Australian Orthodox. I found some. I look. I suddenly thought, well, what happens in Australia and New Zealand? Because I know nothing about New Zealand, but I'm sure there were some who went for a swim yesterday. But that would have merged with the general crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in Australia, hundreds of people. There's a lot more Orthodox in Australia than New Zealand, and hundreds and hundreds of them were gathering at a beach I'd never heard of in South Sydney um, to take the plunge together. And apparently, uh, part of the custom is you, you throw a wooden cross into the water that the priest does, and then there's an extra blessing for the person who finds the, the cross under okay. the water. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> sort of challenge there. This would be. This is okay, I would think, if it's in the mild waters of around Australia. But I mean, it sounds fatal to me to do yeah, it. Um, yes. In the, in the east. There is another variant of this in um, Ethiopia, because you know that the Ethiopians, their extraordinary version of Christianity, um, is, which is very, very ancient, is lined up with the Orthodox traditions, and they follow the Orthodox customs. But they're a bit lacking in water. In fact, extremely lacking in water. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're unable to do that particular custom. Um and so instead, they seem to line up in the most fabulous costumes, uh, out carrying the Ark of the Covenant, which is always supposed to have disappeared in Ethiopia. Um, and so they, they create replicas of it, which they carry around on, on Epiphany. Hmm. Peter, it, yet another yes. crazy, strange religious, I don't know, ritual. It have. is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the ultimate goal, these people do this and then they're closer to God or they get rid of their sins or what's the deal? Yes, I think so. I think that the objective is, I mean, supposedly to renew your baptismal vows, to, de- to dedicate yourself in this tough world 
to keeping at it, to keeping at your faith, to keeping at your religiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, why it is connected with epiphanies, I say, is to do with the fact that the, the same date is used to celebrate two things, the, the three kings, and to celebrate the baptism of Jesus. So I suppose that explains it. I think it also explains sort of the character of that kind of religion. That, and perhaps this helps us to understand the whole Russian mentality. That you know, toughness is assumed to be part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uphill struggles is going to be necessary if you're going to make it. Nothing is going to be as tough as this swim that you're going to partake in this winter. Everything else is going to be kind of easy. Well, yes, but I wonder if that is going to prove to be the case. It was interesting watching um, the pictures of Ukrainians and Russians doing it in the parts of the area of the Ukraine where it was pretty dangerous to go anywhere out on the water mm. in case somebody would take pot shots at you. Yes. Though they didn't seem to. Yeah. And it, it, it is interesting that even though the, the so-called ceasefire didn't seem to amount to very much, there is a pretty deep religious sense in Russians and Ukrainians. And um, I suspect that they'd be pretty cautious about being too lethal unless somebody is you know, ordering them to fire a bomb. Mm-hmm. All right, Peter, we'll leave it there and we'll look forward to having a chat with you next week here on That's the Spirit. On a warmer topic, I trust. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,